0: All right, good evening, everyone, Grace Point, everyone else out there. Father, open our hearts and minds to the Word. Grant us a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Lord, flow through us, enlighten us, give us understanding, I pray in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. Amen. All right, let's continue. I kind of went on a tangent last week talking about authority. And the reason I did that and gave some examples is what authority is for. Okay, authority is to protect you and to build you up, and that's Paul's goal here, and I've talked about that enough. So, let's, let's read on. 1 Corinthians 14, I believe it's verse 26. He says, what then, brothers and sisters? Whenever you come together, each one of you has a hymn, a teaching, a revelation, a tongue, an interpretation. Everything is done for building up. I'm not going to take off on that again, but there you have it again everything is done for building up if anyone speaks in the tongue and again Paul's given order there can only be two maybe three each in turn and let someone else interpret but if there is no interpreter that person is to keep silent in the church and get this listen this is what I've been saying should he not speak in tongues no he should keep silent where there you got that word again. Same as verse, uh, verse 19. In the church keep silence. And get this, he says, and speak to himself and God, which tells you that speaking in tongues is building yourself up in the Holy Ghost. It's edifying yourself. And Paul encourages you to do it to yourself and to God. Doesn't he? Doesn't he say that? He does say that. Speak to yourself And God, it's powerful. If there's no interpreter, if there's an interpreter, see, he's laying down a guide. Let there be two, maybe three. And again, he's not legalistic or dogmatic. Uh, There can be two, Uh, maybe three. Does that mean if there's four, you've done wrong? No, this isn't some letter where Paul, do you have to have two or three? Could there just be one? Yes. Yes. Paul's laying a guideline, do two or three, don't just keep giving out tongues. He's practical, he knows it'll wear the people out. Give two or three, and then be quiet, give an interpretation. don't, Don't have four or five and all this, and let someone interpret. He's just laying down practical guidelines. He says two or three prophets should speak, and the others should judge or evaluate. But if something has been revealed to another person sitting there, sitting by, the first prophet should be silent. He says, For you can all prophesy one by one, that everyone may learn and everyone may be encouraged. And the prophet's spirits are subject to the prophet, or the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet's. Since God is not a God of disorder, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints so there's beautiful things here i love how paul was so consistent which makes the word of god so internally consistent so he says if you have let two or three prophets again he says two or three not being rigid two or three prophesy now does he mean you have to be a fivefold ministry prophet what do you think I don't think so, because here in the next verse, he says, you can all prophesy. He's talking about if there's two or three prophets or people that are ready to prophesy. You don't have to have the office gift of a prophet to prophesy. Again, the next verse, let everyone prophesy. He said, let two or three do this. And then he said, you know, you, you can interpret. And then the other prophets, the, you know, can judge whether or not this is a word from God or not. Now, here's what I like. It's very consistent. He says, if you're given a prophecy and then someone else has one, he tells you to defer to your brother or sister. He says, You be quiet. You're sitting there prophesying and all of a sudden God gives something. If something's been revealed to another person, the first prophet should be quiet. Let him be silent, right? And let the other person prophesy. So Paul's just saying, Put the other person first very consistent with this letter show love toward that person operate in love love is not selfish love doesn't prefer its own or seek after its own you get quiet and you let that other person prophesy and he says and this was talking he says for you can all prophesy by one one by one so that everyone may learn and everyone be encouraged He says, don't say, well, I couldn't be quiet. The spirit was so powerful on me, I just couldn't be quiet. He says, no, the spirit of the prophet, the person prophesying is subject to the prophet. No, you can be quiet. You can help yourself. If you really got to give it, it'll burn in you. And when they're done, that spirit will be on you. You'll be able to give your prophecy then. But he's telling them to show love. And then hear it again. Very thematic with everything I've been teaching. He says, since God is not a God of disorder, but a God of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. So everything should be done decently and in order. Okay? God's a God of order. He's not bringing chaos. He's a God of peace. Now, some people think that means that you have to have a stone silent service, and, uh, you know, let's do everything decently in order. They won't allow tongues. Well, they're, they're, they're not obeying the Word of God. They would never allow prophecy. Well, they're not following the Word of God. They wouldn't allow the move of the Spirit, praying for the sick, right? Everything has to be... No, when, when, God, when, when Paul was saying God's a God of order, he's laying down the order. Pray two or three and interpret. You could have two or three more and interpret. He says everyone can prophesy. Just do it two or three at a time and Stand by if someone else has a word. If you don't have an interpretation on tongue, just be quiet, pray to yourself, and let let someone else speak or give a prophecy, etc. He's just giving order to the spiritual gifts, He's not telling you not to operate in them. I know uh, maybe teachers that don't understand the baptism of the Holy Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit... They may not understand this, and they may befuddle the teaching, but don't be confused by it. We've laid this out very, very clearly. Now, honestly, I got this next, Paul's going to talk about women speaking in the church, and this is a big, big topic, and I think in order to cover that, I'm going to have to come back. I've only taught about seven minutes. I'm going to end right there tonight. We'll just stop right there, and I'll come back next week, and we'll talk about women speaking in the church. And we'll stop right there.